Hello and welcome to the Albion in Isolation podcast, an uncensored podcast containing real people expressing real views and recorded on really bad equipment. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Albion in Isolation podcast. This episode, we're discussing the sacking of Slavin Bilic and the appointment of Sam Allardyce. So it's quite big news. If you haven't heard of what's happened in the last 24 hours, you're taking self-isolation to the extreme. But um, yeah, we had a great result against Man City. Drew 1-1. Uh, and then there was rumours going that... Uh, Billich was going to lose his job in the morning and then that was confirmed and then a few, only a few hours later um, Sam Allardyce was appointed. So we're going to discuss that for you this episode. So if you haven't listened to this podcast before, usually what the what the idea is, is it's fan-led. So each week we have different fans and we discuss different topics. We focus on the past, so memories of being Alvin fans, you know. Um, going down through history so we're actually bringing it into the current day which we don't normally do but I'm giving the previous guests a chance to have their say because if you look on social media at the moment uh, it's very divisive so there's a lot of bickering there's a lot of arguing Billich I mean some people weren't you know overwhelmed by Billich but I think we seem quite um, united but yeah, this, this appointment, similar to sort of the Pulis one, there's a lot of bickering, a lot of yeah uh, division in, in the club. So I'm going to, I'm interviewing nine people for this and they've all got different different opinions, you know, seeing it through a different lens. So it's quite interesting. When I, Before I started doing these interviews, I had a certain mindset of I'm probably done with the club. I'm very annoyed with how they've done it. I think they've handled it um, with a lack or no class, we're losing our identity. But I've heard different viewpoints and you can sort of see it's not it's not black and white. Uh, so I hope you enjoy it anyway. Um, so I'm gonna leave you to listen to nine fans give their honest opinions. Uh, there's there's a little bit of swearing, it's not, not, too, not too bad. You know, if you're regular listeners, you're used to this, but we might have a few new listeners, so I'll just yeah, talk you through it really. But um, yeah, so I'm going to leave you to it now and I'll see you on the other side in the outro. Up first is Tom Oldacre, aka Tosh. Let's get his thoughts. You alright, Tosh? How you doing, Tosh? You alright? How about you? Ah, all good, all good. Good man, good man. Um, you're the you're starting off this episode, so nice, um, nice. yeah, just just wheeling in a few fans. I I don't know. Um, yeah, I think we're gonna get about eight, which is a good showing. 
obviously yeah, shows how, how you know annoyed or how people feel about it. So we're, I'm keeping it quite tight. So ten minutes each person's got. Okay. Um, obviously, we found out the news yesterday. What's your opinion of it all? Um, yeah, so I'm not sure if ten minutes is enough. So I'll try and <laughs> cram it in um, as best as I can. So yeah, um, got most of the time on the podcast, I'm always positive, but I will warn you now that I'm going to be probably the polar opposite how, to how I normally am, because I think sacking Billich uh, is a disgrace, to be honest. Absolute disgrace. Uh, reason is, and, and this is a deep-rooted reason, I guess, uh, and it goes back to the Pulis and Pardew era. Yeah. Um, when they were in charge, they absolutely <clears throat> stripped the life of the club. Um, the, the club was rotten to the core regarding the culture. Um, the fans are divided. Um, no connection really among fans uh, and the team. Um, yes, obviously once Pardew went, we obviously brought in Big Dave. Mm. Big, to change culture, it takes a long, long time. But Big Dave, I don't think people can underestimate his achievement as manager uh, in the terms of what he did in such a short space of time. Turned it round. Was positive. Everyone kind of re-engaged with the club. Yeah. And he was unfairly sacked, um, and the club had no plan then because they didn't bring in um, anyone until the end of the season. Uh, Jimmy Chan, um, I think. Luckily, luckily, we brought in Billich, who who had pedigree, so I think it was a great appointment. And the good thing about Billich is his philosophy and way of doing things was quite similar to Big Dave, so he carried himself well. I think he was a good talker, he was a good people person, uh, and we played some good football. So I think sacking him and bringing in Allardyce, it's completely a short-term fix. Mm. Zero thought long-term. Uh, and what's going to happen is, I guarantee what's going to happen, it will just go back to square one because Allardyce will do exactly the same as what happened with Pulis. Now, I, I, can, I know people, there's, there's divided opinion. Some people are saying, yeah, it's um, Billy, yeah, it was time to go. Allardyce is a good appointment. And then there's backing it up with some stats. He's only won four games in 22. So, obviously, you look at that, 4 and 20, oh, that's not great. Now, end of last season, we won three out of the last nine games. We only lost two. Yeah. So, it wasn't great for a team that get promoted. Okay, But ultimately, Fulham's wasn't great and Brentford bowled it. Okay, so that wasn't great. Now, in the Premiership, we played 13 games, we won one right. Now, if we were, for example, a Southampton, where you've spent a bit of money and you're expected to be mid-table top 10 and your 19th there's an issue but the fact that we've got a championship squad a championship budget and we're actually fighting and not disgracing ourselves um, we, we should have beat Chelsea we were lucky against Tottenham we are lucky against Man United against big teams we should have beat Newcastle I thought there's a couple of games where we were poor so Southampton were poor but we were a good side though we were really poor against Fulham yeah, yeah. so ultimately he's, he's done a good job he's done a really good job and the fact that the club have sacked him just shows an absolute lack of class absolute lack of class from the club now I think it would be purely down in my opinion to the fact that the owner wants to sell the club and he knows that the club's worth more money in the Premier League would Billich keep us up Maybe not. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they brought Allardyce in, hoping that hoping we stay up. But ultimately, yeah, I think if we kept Billich, we go down. You have got a chance of coming back up and building. Like in this situation, any organisation, you have got to have a process in place and trust the long term plan. And I don't think Sam Allardyce 
it's ever been part of our long-term plan. So we just, uh, yeah, we're just making rash decisions and uh, making wrong ones, in my opinion. Yeah, it seems like a lot of people are saying that Allardyce is a quick fix, but is he going to fix it? So, say, if we're, you know, best case scenario, we, we, he stays up, which you know, you know, the jury's out on that. So if we do stay up come May, he's probably going to leave, and we're going to take someone else. You know, that's probably best case scenario. Worst yeah. case, which is you know me being pessimistic, is more likely is we'll get relegated anyway, and then yeah. and then Sam will leave, and then we're going to get some someone shit, you know, and and, and yeah. continue the the merry-go-round really of managers. Exactly. The thing is, it's all about consistency. Like, there's no loyalty in football anyway, and I, I understand it's a result-based industry, but. Like I said, you, there is a process, and you've got to trust the process. And even if it means getting relegated to the championship um, to rebuild, to come back up, because I think we, we perfectly set the way we are to go down and come back up stronger, and that's the key. To, to, to you know, I mean, to, to keep getting stronger and and progress. And I don't think we're going to progress under Allardyce. Like we might scrape and survive, um, and then you're going to get someone else come in and. And then you've got to restart the the change of the culture. Yeah. So every time someone comes in, everything re- resets. What's the point? You got to you got to stick with it. I think it's shocking. To be fair. Yeah, yeah, you, you sound pissed off of it. Really, it's been the easiest yeah. interview I've ever had so far. Um, yeah. <laughs> you talking? But um, is it is it a double whammy? Like, say, if, I know you gutted. You know, you know. I think you, you change your Twitter uh, handle, whatever it's called, yeah. um, bio to say Big Dave fan, Village fan. Ex West Brom fan, which is obviously a big thing to say, but yeah. it's obviously Billage go in. But is it if we'd have got rid of Billage and got rid of, and got in somebody else, would it have been okay, or is it the fact that it's just Billage gone and Big Sam? It, it's just Billage gone. I don't, I don't care who they brought in. Like Big Sam's irrelevant to me. Like you know what I mean? I don't rate him. I mean, he's been successful at clubs in getting results. He's, he's a purist. That's all he is. Mm. I ain't got an issue with Big Sam. I got an issue with the club. Yeah, so yeah. If they could have brought in Mourinho, you know what I mean, and I'd be pissed off because they've sacked Billich. Yeah, yeah. my, my, my issue is, why have you sacked Billich? Because it's just a lack of class, and and the club, the club expect you to support them, but they don't support the people that are important to the club. So as far as I'm concerned, they can fuck themselves. Honestly, I've, 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 and the thing is, right, and this is what will happen: is the amount of people that will go, oh, it's disgraceful season, I ain't going no more. But then they call it their arse and they go. Yeah, Because yeah. they're, they're very fickle. So many fickle fans. Is that the people have changed their mind? And I'm just going to make a point and I ain't going to go. I ain't going to spend my money. I'm going to... And this is the thing. If there's a game on, I'm going to get on the piss. But I'm on the piss not to watch the Albion. I'm going to make that point clear now. I'm yeah. drinking. It's just an occasion. Drinking. It's like, it's yeah, like, yeah. like Eurovision. Yeah. If, if, <laughs> for example, 20 blokes go, we're going to the pub to watch the Albion. I hear... 20 blokes say we're going to the pub and I'll go to the pub yeah. and that's it I ain't going to, to support the club at the moment because I think people have got to stand stay strong because if people constantly go I ain't going up and then go what do the club lose the club lose nothing you know yeah. what I mean they can just keep doing what they want exactly. so sometimes we've got to act so I'm just going to prove I ain't thick up like other people yeah yeah it's, it's easy to say I'm not going up when there's a pandemic and we can't go up anyway but yeah, I, I mean, it's like if if we can actually stick to it, and yeah, I don't know, I don't think we will. I, I think football is just fickle. You know, yeah. you've got is it blind loyalty? You know, get behind him anyway because it's yeah. Albion, but that's a bit, that just shows a lack of 
I don't know, it's, but it's, it's a sheep mentality that is, but... That's what I mean, it's, it's, it's such a sheep mentality. Like, the people are blinkered, man. Like, people... Reggie Blinker. Think it's, Reggie Blinker, man. People, like, they, they care so much about the club, right? And the club influences their mood and their life. But they can't actually influence the club, mm. right? And, and the club shit on you. So, I, I don't get why people, like, go back to it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So... I think it's yeah, it's time to, to make stands, mate. Non-league football is the way forward, but you don't get you ain't got the VAR rubbish. You know what I mean, you, people can put in proper tackles. Yeah. Um, it's a good day. It, it, there's no difference. You know what I mean, like most of the time, the football gets in the way anyway. Of the day, it's all about spending time with your mates, having a having a good drink and enjoying a day out. So or, or there's no difference to go and watch Dudley Town. Even though they should be playing Dudley, not willing all, but that's a that, that's a topic for me and Craig Coburn to discuss at a later date. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. So it's uh, I mean, this podcast is probably not going to hinder this podcast. I mean, oh, you fell out of love with it, really. Um, yeah. But you know, I'm quite happy to discuss Port Vale away in 1997. You know, yeah. not not modern affairs because it's just it makes me sad. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, and, and I said this in the group as well. I said like I don't want to discuss anything modern I know obviously I've probably gone back on that hypocritical oh yeah, oh, yeah, right yeah it's, it's, yeah, it's fans but, giving the fans a voice yeah but ultimately um, I'm happy to talk anything historical but uh, like the moving forward I think it's such a thing but it's getting sacked is this history you know what I mean so yeah. I guess it is something up for discussion but moving forward I've got no interest in it I really haven't when yeah. I go back to India I, I can, I, I'm even further removed away from it so yeah yeah Follow Brent Punjab FC. Yeah, up the Punjab. Up yeah. the Punjab. Yeah. So you've gone over twenty-five seconds. So I've got to take that away from your next interview. <laughs> Same, mate. All right. So now, good one. That was nice for me to just sit and listen. So. Yeah. Tosh, yeah. Nice one. So see you in a bit. All good. See you later. Okay. Up next is going to be Craig Dawson. Again, the fan, not the uh, not the ex-player. Uh, I'm not going to ring him because he's already on the line, so he's ready to, to rock and roll. So, uh, Dorse, so like I said, your second. My brother's just been on. He's gone first. Uh, spoke about Dudley Town for seven minutes or so. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you've got ten minutes, quite strict. So, uh, what's, your, what's your thoughts about about the sacking of Billich? So with my, I don't know, from thinking with your heart, it feels a little, you know, I'm a little bit gutted because he seems like a good bloke. Um, I think he had two things which were important for me. He had fire in his belly uh, and he was honest. That's the two things I like about a manager. I like him when they're honest in interviews and come out and, and speak and say how it is and be honest about it. And, and I, like, I like when they've got a lot of passion about them. Uh, and he had he had both of those things. I really really respected him for it, and his message that he sent out to everybody was really classy. So yeah. uh, it's disappointing the way it's ended, but the, I can I, I can understand the, the, the club's decision. Um, uh, going from uh, just what was it just uh, before lockdown, and obviously since we come back from the lockdown, the the performances and the results have been pretty poor and it's understandable really when he, this season when he hasn't been really been backed but um, even off the back end of last season I don't really buy into all that crap about how we've only stayed up because of, we only got up because of how Brentford did rubbish because they were on a good run it weren't that it was just because we'd done better on you know better earlier on in the season but 
but you know the performances with the lockdown and everything, it, it weren't it weren't good enough, and the, the the results weren't good enough. And because it's a results business, at the end of the day, if you don't win enough games, you're going to get the sack. And I think somebody said we'd won something like four in twenty-two. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, you know, in, in whatever league you're in, it's true. Uh, it's true. Whatever league you're in, that, you know, on whatever circumstances you're under, really, if that's if that's your results tally, it ain't gonna be good enough. So, I can understand it, but I was disappointed how it all happened, really, because he come out on talk sport that he was gonna get the sack. Probably, mm. it seems as though Billich didn't even know about it, to be honest. Yeah. And it, that's obviously that's obviously been leaked from the club somewhere, and he hasn't even he doesn't even know that himself. And they've obviously got Big Sam lined up because they sacked him, and Big Sam was in it put three or four hours later, yeah. and he said in that interview earlier. I think we talked about that he watched the game, so he he obviously knew he was going to be the manager. So they've 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 done all this, and they, they knew they were going to sack him. They've not told him and things like that. It's I think they've shit on him a bit, really, from that perspective. And then you know with the Hagazi thing and stuff like that, I don't think the club have covered themselves in glory mm. with how they've gone about it. But me personally, I don't I don't really think. I don't think it's a brilliant decision. I don't think it's a bad decision. I, I think I can just, for me, I can just understand it. I don't. I'm not over the moon with it, but uh, I'm not gutted about it either. I think Big Sam's. The, I've said to my mate before, actually, there was two people that I would have probably had would be Eddie Howe, you know. But if you want somebody to keep you in the league or give you the best chance, it's got to be Allardyce. So. I'm quite happy with it to be honest I think really overall I think it's probably the right decision yeah yeah. it seems like you've seen it from you know your head and your heart I suppose um, yeah yeah, I'd, yeah I'd, that's what I mean that's, that's my head in it my head in it so I said about my heart and the reason why but my head is yeah it's, it's probably it's the best decision for the club to give us the best chance of stopping up, it's going to still be obviously it's still going to be tough. But I think we've got a fighting chance now. Whereas I don't think I said to you all along on the, on the WhatsApps, we're definitely down. And under Billich, I had absolutely no, I had no, there was no, nothing could change that that thought. But now I've got a bit of optimism that we might stay up, might. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like I said to Tom earlier, a lot of people are saying it's sort of a given. Not, not a given, but very likely that we're going to stay up. But I don't know. I, don't, I think they showed. No. The, I think they showed the stats like um, when he's come in. No way. Like, position that when he's come in and where they've ended up, like Everton. So I think Sunderland is probably the best sort of great escape. You know, good escape yeah. that he's done at Sunderland because they had a crap team. So I don't know. I mean, for me personally, I'm I'm gutted. I I'm. You know, from the same school of thought as my brother, like sort of had enough with it all. But that's going with the heart, and I am quite emotional yeah. when it comes to the Albion. You know what I mean? And quite irrational, which I won't ever change. I quite like being irrational. It's quite funny. But um, yeah, like you know, I, I loved him as a manager. I thought we was building something, and it just seems like we've lost it. But I mean, I've, I've said I said in the on on Facebook we've lost the identity, but I can't really pinpoint our identity. It just feels a bit wrong. Oh, the, the, the whole the whole club, everything about the club is a shambles, really. And you know, it's, the, the club itself is completely detracted from the fans. And ultimately, until until Loy leaves, this 
there's there's nothing. It's I don't know. We de- we desperately to we desperate for him to sell up. That's what it comes down to. Because he ain't he ain't gonna get any better or any different, really, until he's gone. It's like when there's it's like the thing with the Bomber Brand statue and somebody one of the local me uh, radio presenters was saying, well, why couldn't they just announce that the statue had been took away for repairs or whatever? They're not. They just don't report anything and keep the fans. In, you know don't obviously have any interest in the fans don't keep in touch with them and there's there's no regard there so until until he's gone you know it's probably going to be the same so that that's what, stuff like that makes you feel detached from the club and it, it ain't going to get any better anytime soon until he's gone so but, I mean that's probably a different topic altogether isn't it but um, the one thing I, I will say that, that needs to be in needs to be in the podcast is he's, Sam Allardyce he's there now it's still our club it doesn't matter who owns it it's still West Bromwich Albion Football Club the club we support so now he's in we've got to support him. Whether, you, whether you agree with the village thing or not everyone's got to back Allardyce mm. yeah we did, got we, that, you know mm. that, that's the way he's in, he's, in, he's in charge of the football club even if you're fed up with the football club and all that and, and you, you, you know you, you can't you've got to you've got to just you got to back him you've got to back the players and you've got to, and you've got to back the manager yeah it's not it's not Allardyce's fault he's got the job is he you know what I mean no no so you can't really slag you can't really slag him for it no and he's he's a dingle and he's, he's undesirable he plays not the best football but He's not. He's not going to come in to, uh, you know, ruin the club. He's going to come in to restart his career, isn't he? So he's going to come in and try yeah. his best, regardless. He's a professional. You know, when a player comes in, when a manager comes in, they're not going to come and, you know, ruin their their status or their yeah. reputation. Well, so. I, don't, I don't buy into all this about how we've we got a really good chance now. I don't buy into it that much. I think I think we've got a fighting chance. I don't think we've got a really good chance. I think we've got a fighting chance. If we get if we get down. It's definitely not a foregone conclusion by any means. Of the, you know, I'd still say we're probably one of the favourites to be the bottom three. But and it's all well and good saying about Allardyce having a great previous record. But you know that it's, that don't mean to say that every single time he's guaranteed to keep teams up, does it? Sooner or later, it's probably going to. It's the same with the Pulis thing. Pulis kept had a great record, and then he was getting got the sack in the end from the Albion because it looked as though we, we couldn't be going down under him. So sooner or later, it might not work for Allardyce. Is what I'm saying. Well, I can see why they've done it, but it just—it's you know—it'd I mean, be foolish to think, oh, that means we've got a really good chance of stopping up now. I think because I, I don't—we're still the same team. We still ain't particularly that good. He ain't gonna have any money to spend really in the window for very little, mm. other than what he maybe generates and possibly one player or something. But he's not gonna be a massive transformation in the window. So it's down to what he can do. And he, but you know. I'm certainly not not thinking uh, that means we've got a good chance of staying up. I'll probably, I'll probably say about 30% chance of staying up and 70% chance of going down. Which is probably up I from your, your 5% under Billich. So. Well, yeah, I'd say 0% before. I just uh, said absolutely no chance. But, we, you know, uh, he, has got, he has got it in him. And he obviously has got a good record, so that, that it does give you a, it does give you a bit of hope. I think it'd probably be necessarily be great to watch, but was it? It wasn't really that good to watch on Wednesday, was it? I mean, um, mm, yeah. Tuesday. It was, you know, he did a job. It was, it was a great result, but that's 
that's the sacrifice you have to make to get points, isn't it? Sometimes you've got to play crap football. If you haven't got a very good team, you've got to put 10 men behind the ball and try and scrape a result, which is what we did on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know, you know, I, I'd love to see Billich and shake his hand and wish him all the best because uh, I don't hold any like animosity towards him. It's it's just, it's a shame the way it ended and I think it's a bit, I think the club are, are pretty disgraceful in, in what seems to have happened because how many times have you ever said, oh, I'll sack somebody and get a manager straight and not that. Yeah. They're always pissing about with the, the financial terms of it and or or the player the manager won't come because of this that and the other and all the assurances and then Biggish comes in on the same day I mean it's they've obviously got that lined up yeah. and uh, yeah it's it just it uh, really sick that well that, that's the way the club is at the minute with all the owners and that kind of stuff yeah it's the way football is as well you know a bit, a bit snaky and stuff but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's come, come up to your 10 minute allocation but I think you've got your point across your heart sort of disagrees but your head sort of can ju- you know yeah, you can see I'm not disappointed in it yeah okay alright now fair play it's good, it's good to get a good mix to see what everyone else says but cheers for coming on anyway no problem mate I look forward to listening to this Same. catch you in a bit alright mate Ta-da. speak to you soon Ta-da. up next is going to be Martin Mars Morris uh, he's not been on this series so We've had to draft him in for this emergency episode. Alright, Tom. Alright, Mars, how you doing? Sam, how about yourself? Ah, all good, all good. Um, yeah, it's the first time you've been on this this series. Yeah, I done a topic that I wore on last season yet, so. That's true, yeah. So I've had to I've had to draft you in for this emergency Cobra meeting. See, I'm one of the OGs now, so... Uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. There's no point going over old shit I've already spoke about, so... No, definitely. People want to people hear what Moz has got to say about this as well, man. I've, on, t- on Twitter, hashtag Moz's, Moz's thoughts. But, um, yeah, so I haven't really got any questions, really. So uh, I'm pretty sure you've got 10 minutes, quite strictly. Um, so I'm pretty sure you could probably rant for 10 minutes, but uh, I can chip in if needs be. But what, what, what do you think, then, about it all? Very vague, but... I'm just proper disheartened, man. I'm like, I, I, I'm, I just don't care anymore. I really have. The problem is the owner. Yeah. That, that is it. He's, he's the problem. I can totally understand what he's doing. He's got a business that's currently worth, what, 150 million. If, he, if we get relegated, it's probably worth 175. So he's losing 50% of his money. Yeah. I can totally understand that. But he's not a football fan, let alone an Albion fan. I forgot more about the album than he'll ever know. Yeah. You know what I mean? I probably got, I probably forgot more about football than he'll ever know. But so I understand where he's coming from because he thinks Allardyce is going to protect his seventy-five million better than Billich would. Yeah. But on the other hand, I've got people saying, "Oh yeah, Sam's after that James Tompkins or whatever from Palace. So I played him and he'd been crocked all season, but apparently he's going to come and." Sure, up at the back. But I, I don't know if that's just. I think that's someone trolling. To be fair, I don't think that's true. I think someone's just done that to piss us off. Yeah, well, he's been he's played with Aldous before at West Ham and Palace, and yeah, fair enough. He's, he's an alright defender. He's only thirty-one, but he's just got a terrible injury record. But you know, all defenders come and do it. Look at McCauley, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you never know. But I'm just. I really am disillusioned with it all. But, like, 
we had a terrible time with the Pulis and Pardew and that, and it broke the fans in half, and it's just happened all over again. We got that draw against City, and then what was it, half an hour, we had like a bit of a buzz, well, not a buzz, but we was right, and then they kicked us in the teeth like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, yeah, the, the way they dealt with it was... Uh... No, I, I, he was de- he definitely knew he was giving... I can't believe he, looked, he stayed there. I, I personally think that after a guy's got sold for underneath his feet... I mean, the, the poor bloke spent £23 million in the summer. Yeah. And then they sold a guy under, under his feet for £4 million. So we had, we had a net spend of £19 million. I know we owe, still owe 13 on Grant and 6 on Grady, but... We can go. What, what do you get for bottom place in the Prem? Is it hundred or hundred and twenty? It's it's a, it's around that, but you know, figure. So it's yeah. So it's that's guaranteed. Just say just say hundred. Yeah. Plus, you're guaranteed a forty-five million parachute payment if you get relegated bottom. So he's guaranteed hundred and forty-five million. So that twelve and that six is nothing. Yeah. So he had nineteen million we spent, and then what? People think Allardyce is going to be given a twenty million war chest. I mean, twenty million out of war chest, but. If, they, if people think Allardyce is getting more than five or ten million, you're having laughing. Ten's a stretch. Yeah, I, I don't think we'll have anything. I don't think we'll spend anything in the in the window. I think you could argue we've got. I, I, think, I disagree, but you can argue we've got strength in depth to to cope with the season. I don't think Allardyce would have come without having at least a bit of money to spend in January. I don't think he would have bothered. The bloke had a job for two and a half years. He's hardly skint. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's come out of his own little retirement to like, do a job because he's never been relegated and all the rest of it. But he's definitely he's definitely going to be given summer. But it's how like we can afford to sell anyone to raise the funds to use to sell you know, to buy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That like, it's just a businessman. That's all it is. He's just he's, all he cares about is the bottom line. I mean, the deal with Palm. He owns Palm, so they sponsored us. What Man City did with Etihad is Etihad tried to break financial fair play by giving yeah, these are my sponsors, even though we own both. We'll pump loads of money into the club. He took money out of the club. He's never paid the 4.1 million that he inherited off piece. He's took out another overdraft for Barclays Bank with 7 million. Yeah. All he's doing is lining his own pocket. Yeah. That is the problem, man. He's, he's the problem. Yeah. That's a, that's a thing. Yeah, he, he's the problem. And it's, it's all, he's the nucleus of everything that's happened over the last couple of years. And it's, uh, it's annoying that because it's like anything, like going, you know, not too political, but the, the people at the top pull the strings and create the people below, you know, we, we bicker, you know, to keep, you know, to, so, so, so it takes the attention off them. So we're all bickering, all the fans on, on social media, you know, I've, I've never seen it so divided. I mean, social media is just an extremity of what actually happens in real life. It's, but, uh, it's, it's normally most likely, it's more than, well, it's nine times out of ten, it's an echo chat because you only follow people who agree with you, so you just get feedback of everyone agrees with you. You don't really follow people who disagree with you because you don't know the nonsense I'm talking about. Right. But he brought, he brought a self-sustainable premiership club and now we're in debt. And he yeah. just took all that money. Yeah, he spent it. Yeah, he invested it, reinvested in the squad. He's just spent it. Mm. Well, yeah, he spent it, he's kept it, I should say. You know, there's only us and Man United who pay dividends to the owners in the Premiership. Is it? Yeah, Glazers take, I don't know, have many millions of tech each season, we the only other club. So what was he having that? Yeah, it's a joke. It's a joke. Like, we, we, we had like the blueprints. Most clubs followed our blueprints, you know, up until Peace went. But I mean, <laughs> Peace is no saint. No he, he, he sold the club for too much as well. 200, he sold it for 200 million. Yeah, but he was there for, what, a decade? Yeah. 
He's got to make a living. Fair play, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're a football club, you should be living in a mansion and a drive for Ferrari. Financially, financially, like you said, it all makes sense. But it's just, that's what modern football is now, I suppose. In an ordeal world, well, in my ordeal world, if I'm the owner of West Brom, we're getting relegated. I'm, I'm, most people, your heart says, yeah, we'll finish fourth, you know what I mean? But your head says, we're going to finish 19th, 20th. But Billich would have been the man if we get relegated they say that 100 million keep that for the club and obviously spend on wages infrastructure all the rest of it that 45 million the, the first parachute payment give him that to invest in the squad and then I think he's the man to get us back out of the championship mm. and we can keep yo-yo in again and again as long as we need to do you think Grady would have come without Billich being there do you think Gallagher would have picked West Brom to go on loan to if Billich were there exactly I know well Grady it's, it's only from you know, the, the, the West Ham connection in it do you think yeah. Pereira after the season out of the championship would have chose us if Billich were there. No, no, I agree with you there. No, they wouldn't. Do you think anyone else would have pushed through the Robinson Burke swap? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know influential Billich is on the transfers, but he's got to have a say somewhere. Well, I think but if, if you look at Billich, like he, he brought, he didn't work out well. But Ferguson, he could Ferguson a go. He'd get O'Shea a go. You know, he's getting these young people. Edwards is getting a sniff. So it, 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 we were building something. There was a vision. That's, that's, I, it, that's, that's it. There was a temp, There was a. There was a vision. There was a. There was a plan going forward. Fair enough, we get relegated this season, give him 45 million. The bloke for 19 million, he brought Grady, Grant, Pereira, Kipre, uh, Button, and he's obviously Johnson. Then he got Ivanovic on the free and Gallagher on the loan and Krog back on the loan. Yeah, yeah. For 19 million net. And then you got add add ons and stuff like that. But yeah, that's. Yeah, yeah but that's, that's that just this, just the money that they actually paid out. Mate, that's one of the best transfer wins we've had since like Dan Ashworth was knocking around buying Malumbu for hundred grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, there was a plan. We had a, we had a, we had a, a an identity. We played a certain way. Fair enough. But it turned out we were getting hammered every week. Fair enough. We lost to Palace and we lost to them from both five. But both of them games, we had, we've played over an hour with ten men. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Fulham game was bad and the Southampton game was bad, but yeah, you, you, fair enough. You turn up and you you don't have a good game. I mean, Newcastle down in. Concede in 22 seconds. He could prevent that. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah what's he supposed to do? Get a pair of boots on and go back himself? <laughs> yeah, it's right. He could, he could prevent that. But look, look at United. They are robbers. That's a, at least one point. Tottenham, we switched off for five minutes at the very end and Harry Kane got in. If Johnson clears, commands his box and takes everybody out, we get a point there. Yeah. You know, you tell him getting thumped every week. No, no, we're not. No. And it's. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know what to. What to say of it all, really? I mean, what 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 are you gonna do? Are you gonna sort of have you like you just disheartened? Have you decided what you're gonna do when we go back in the stadium? Are you gonna swerve it or what? I love the Albion. I want to go. I'll pay my money just to chant Lele for ninety minutes. <laughs> I really will. I mean, Aladdin have got nothing against him. He can be he can be the biggest single fan for all. Okay, he can have a massive back piece with the Wolves badge on. You know what I mean? Mm. He's a professional at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Are you going to come and do us over? Yeah, I said that, yeah. He's it's, 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 it's that fickle, you know what I mean? The bloke's got his money. He's, he's, you know, he's been, he been in work for two and a half years, three years. He's come out to try and do a job. He's, he's washing on a two million bonus if he keeps us up. It's a bit more retirement funding for him, mate. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. I've got nothing against the bloke. I liked him at Bolton. I, I liked him at England for his one game. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, I still love the club, but... It's just the chairman needs, yeah. Well, the chair the owner needs stringing up and shooting, man. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, no. 
good good points you've made there. I mean, if, a lot of it is like the finances of it, but it's a massive part of the decision, isn't it? You know, he's you know, just done it hastily. He's done it as a, as a business decision. He but wants, I've got to... He wants to sell, don't he? he yeah, wants exactly. to sell. So he's, 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 his business is worth twice it is in the Premiership than he is in the Championship. So he's got the best man, he thinks, who's available to keep us in the Prem, to keep his money. Yeah, yeah. So the best thing that can happen is Allardyce keeps us up, low sells us and then we'll end up with someone worse <laughs> exactly I know I know T- time will tell it'll either be bad or really bad <laughs> but um I'll uh yeah, that's it the t- your time's up you've allocated time but yeah no, cheers man good. cheers for cheers for the 10 minute rant no worries man same see you in a bit so, okay, yeah. up next is going to be Adam Woodward aka Young Ad Alright. Yeah man, you. Yeah, sound, sound, all good. Um yeah, so you're fourth in this list. I don't know why I've decided to do like a block <laughs> booking of you know, six people. Yeah. But um it's it's been a good mix of people really. Uh, mix of opinions. So obviously if you look on Facebook there's a massive divide, massive split opinion. So I, to be fair, I've just been looking at I think I think people are more pissed off that the, the way we sack Billich, if you know what I mean, yeah, then yeah. then actually having Sam. Yeah. So, so is it a du- so it's a double whammy with you, like? Because I was when I first heard that we sacked Billich, I didn't know I didn't know that we got Big Sam as well, or get, getting Big Sam. I was just pissed off and annoyed, and you know. Well, I, well, I listened when we beat City. Drew. Uh, Drew, sorry, when we drew a city, it felt like a win that day. Oh, um, that's massive, yeah. <laughs> win, of the, win of the season, that was. Yeah, when, when I, uh, I... Look, I was just... I had a cup of tea and I was just sitting there, like, sort of watching the programme afterwards. And um, somebody messaged me saying, talk sport and put in a, a thing at about past ten, like a broadcast, about the Albion, breaking news. I'm just trying to make sure they can say it and there are an embargo on it sort of thing and I thought oh fuck it I'll put that on and like, so I put, put talk sport on and that they said then like Billich will be sacked in the morning and uh, they're going to approach Big Sam uh, Big Sam's number one and then it was either Mark Hughes or Nigel Pearson yeah uh, but they haven't actually approached like anybody sort of thing at the minute mm. but that, that's, that's the sort of number one target was Big Sam yeah but, it's just so, yeah, go on. I was, I was like in disbelief to begin with, because like, I think, I think Billich, he was like stitched up a bit, like, you know, he wanted more money, they wouldn't give it him. They basically just, we basically just signed our championship team and stuck Grant and Gallagher in it. Haven't we really? That's basically what we've done. And well, Ivanovic, well, he was free. Yeah, well, Grant is a championship player. Like, I don't mean in a, in a way, like I, I rate him, but he's he's from the championship. Well, I think I think our main problem at the minute is, other than Gibbs and Livermore, nobody's played at this level before in our team. Yeah. Everyone's it's like new to everyone, in it sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I look at the team. I've heard people say it's the worst Albion team they've ever seen in the Premier League, and I, I look back at 
the first time we got promoted, you know, uh, yeah. like, well, it'd have been 02, 03 when we played in that Premier League. I, I, I don't know. I think our team now is better than that team, but I don't know. It's uh, it's not a good team. I think whoever you bring in, it's I think to to sack Billich with that team is very harsh. Like, yeah, it, if we got Mourinho, it's we'll got to give him a pig here and ask him to make a silk purse out of it. Really, yeah. But, you know, I know, I know, Big Sam. It, you know, he, this is what he does, and it he comes in and he says, "Right, this is what you've got. I can, I can log, get these playing the tune or whatever." You know, and it, it he's good at it, but like. To, to not back Billich and then sack him for not performing is fucking stupid to me, really. It just shows it just shows the board, really. I know everyone's having a good dowling about it, but he don't fucking, you know, he ain't in charge of uh, just sacking the manager, is he? No, no, it's 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 it, yeah, it's it's from the top, man. It's rotten from the top. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I just I think it's wrong. I mean, it's. As I said we're losing our identity, and then someone said, "What's our yeah. identity?" And yeah, so, I saw that. I, I, yeah, I think the identity is the connection with the fans, and maybe even what, ca- what, caring yeah. about the fans. And I think, like, people people won't care. I mean, when we had Hodgson, we didn't play that. Our, our football wasn't that attractive. It was decent, like you know, but it wasn't. It wasn't like Mo- when we had Mowbray. No, it wasn't at all. No. Or 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 even like last year under Village, sometimes we, we just looked like. You know, we'd never get beat, sort of thing. But like, you know, that that's sort of like what we like in it as Albion fans. We, we like that. We like that decent football. Like police. That's what was the problem with police. Like some people was going, but, but we're getting results. Other people were like, well, I could get to sleep, like in the stand watching it, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we like. Yeah. And players like that. Even and even Campo to, and to Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. And he'd get to places like Arsenal and United. It was brilliant there. And he'd get like they'd beat him up two 0 or something. And you think, how the fuck's he done that with Bolton? Yeah. And and that, it wasn't it wasn't like a shit house like you know like Tony Pulis get everyone behind the ball. It, they played. They played well. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't think it's yeah. His football's not as bad as Pulis. Definitely. I think it, I think it's just the fact that the the way. A lot of people are just pissed off with the way the club sort of conducted itself. Yeah. Did you think, if you look at, did he deserve to get sacked, Billich? Well, I, I want to give him more time personally, but we ain't really got time, have we, if you want to stop in the league, which is what I understand. But I think somebody said earlier he'd won four games in 24 matches or something. So, yeah, when yeah. you look at it like that, you think that they have got a case. You know, as much as we love Billich, you know. They have, they have got a case, I suppose. Yeah, but with me, I mean, I'm. I say to Dawson, I, I have. Um, it's, I, I invest in managers. Like I just, yeah. I, I, Billich spoke very well, very passionate. Yeah, I, I, uh, liked, I liked him. Yeah, I, I like listening to him and that. You know. Yeah, I'm proud to, for him to be my manager, and it's just he's gone. I don't know. His football was. He did. He did make some ropey substitutions. Yeah. This, this season and some of the tactics desperate I think desperate some of them was yeah the ones against Newcastle I, I did think uh, not Newcastle was it Newcastle where Austin Grant off, brought Austin on and oh no and he put Chris Sicky on did he 
the second half we swapped it with a four four two or something, and we, we looked a lot better then. Yeah. I, I thought that's when I thought we turned the corner. I thought right, that's it now. We'll start playing like four five one or four four two, and we'll be all right, sort of thing. But obviously. We never got to see it. Yeah, so is, foot, is playing football or playing style a big thing for you, or are you just um, results? To, to an extent. I mean, the, the aim of the game is winning. If you can win fucking playing like Man City do now, then fair enough. But sometimes you've got to win ugly. At the minute, I don't think we can do either. I mean, we were looking that we beat Sheffield United, really, because they've, they've squandered so many chances. Mm. Especially in the second half. Like, is it meant... Oh, what's his name? Moussa, at least Moussa. Moussa, yeah, yeah. Fuck me. I reckon I could have scored that. I don't know. I used to play with you. Yeah. Yeah, you, 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 you weren't known for your goal scoring. <laughs> if, it was a, if, if there weren't no one in front of me, I... No, I mean, look, I saw the interview with Big Sam earlier and I, I always just think when, when he talks, he just makes sense of, do you know what I mean? He's a football man, isn't he? Like, he, yeah. as, like not as in the, the playing football, but yeah, he's a professional. He's experienced. And I watched um, they had some ex-pros on, like you know, asked them about Big Sam and that. And uh, Stephen Warnock was on, and he said, when he came into Blackburn, he said he blew our minds. He said because he, he knows that much about football, like it doesn't matter how much you think you know, like he, he'll always show you something that you don't know. He said he'll blow he'll blow the minds when he goes in there. Yeah, because he knows that much stuff, sort of thing. There's um, Keith Andrews, um, obviously played for the Albion uh, yeah. eight years ago. Um, my gaff at work is good mates with Keith Andrews. So yeah. it, Keith Andrews said the two best managers he's ever played for were Roy Hodgson at the yeah. Albion and Sam Allardyce when he played at uh, I think it was Blackburn. And he says uh, yeah. he said he, he, his knowledge of football is very good. Um, but uh, yeah, he's he's a good manager. There's no denying he's a he's a good manager. He's got good pedigree, yeah. but. There's, yeah, there's a few things. I mean, the way Billy's got sacked and to be honest, not, yeah, the Wolves connection. It, it's more, yeah. Well, in that interview earlier, he said that he used to go up the Albion as well when he was a kid. But everyone knows he's a dingle. Yeah. But when he went, he said I used to go and watch Jeff Astle and that, and he goes and I have. He managed just did he for a couple of weeks, so he was assistant manager for a couple of weeks. Yeah, like, caretaker for a bit. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, and it, you know, he's a black country bloke, eh? So. And he, he ain't gonna come and be a dinger, is he? You know what I mean? He, he's got a reputation to uphold. Yeah, yeah, I agree. He has. Yeah, he's, he's not gonna come and sabotage his career just to <laughs> no. just to do the Albion <laughs> over. Just to get one over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it'd be yeah, it'd be a uh, fair play to him if he does. Yeah. Yeah, but um, now nah, I mean, come up to the ten minutes, and obviously it just sounds like since so, so yeah. you're not disowning the club, you're just a bit you've you've nah, fell, you've fell out with him a little bit, but. You, We've had, and I think that's a bad thing, man. Like just sacking, yeah. sacking, sacking, hiring, sacking. Four, four, four years is it? We've had like five managers or something. Yeah, Me- not- Megson's our longest ever yeah. uh, man in, the, in this century for four, four seasons. Four seasons, yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's but bad. yeah, but uh, cheers for coming on. I've got to cut it short, but um, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I know. cheers, man. I'll leave it. Leave you Hardship. to it. Um, <laughs> good to have you back on the podcast, anyway. Yeah, man. No worries. Same. See you, bad. See you, bad. Thank you.
Okay, up next is going to be my dad, Phil. Let's see how he feels about it. Hi, Jim. You alright, Dad? Yeah, not too bad, so mate. Oh, um, cheers for coming on. We've got you. This is the first time you've been on this series. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately. I thought I'd been scrubbed from the context, I thought. No, no, no. Yeah, we're waiting to to drop you back in to the public domain, but you've been forced forced back in from what's happening currently. So, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I I tried to. I called you yesterday because I got a phone call from Australian TV, Premier League fan zone, and they wanted somebody to talk about the the sacking. So I tried to get you on it, but then you were too too annoyed. Um, well, I was. I, I, yeah, I, I just couldn't do it. I, I, I couldn't have done this yesterday. Yeah. So I was just, I just. I mean, the, the only words were I'm just savage, like you know, really, I couldn't have done it. You know. So. Uh, yeah. So I've yeah. tried to do it while it's fresh. So obviously you've had an extra day to uh, to uh, yeah think about it. I mean, I, I went on the show and I, I weren't great. I was, I was just basically just. You know, just a feeling of apathy, really. I couldn't really discuss yeah. anything. I was just going, I'm just shocked. I'm just, I don't know what to say. But, but yeah, I think an extra night's sleep probably got people to think about it. I don't know, maybe sink in what's going on. So, what's your opinion then? Um, well, as I said, I'm just really angry about the whole thing because it's, it's, in my book, it's just, just a terrible decision. I mean, he, he, <laughs> I mean, what, what what did they expect from him? What did they expect from him? Did, you know, not really give him any financial backing. It's, we, we're we're in the position where we are because the team isn't really that isn't really that good, is it? Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah, we could have we could have we could have twice as many points when we should do. You know, because things have gone against us. But uh, it's just you know, it shows how little the club, the people who run the club, know about football or anything about and about the about the supporters doesn't it really it shows the contempt they put in doesn't it really yeah yeah exactly to, yeah, to, to do something like I mean I'd have quite happily gone down with him and, and regrouped it had another go next year you know, you know it's not an issue we didn't expect to set the world alight this year did we no no I mean uh, what you're fifth now so a lot of people have expressed your view Just you know it just seems like it was just a, a rash decision money motivated 100% um, and uh, yeah, they don't really take into consideration about about the fans really. But Billich, I mean, what I love about Billich is his passion, and he spoke honestly, yeah. which some it, owners it, don't it, like. It a, yeah, he was a stupid. Everything about him was just brilliant football. Like, you know, he, you know not, not, no, I'm not talking about the play and the way he handled himself. He was media, you know, savvy. He was a stupid. figures and stuff you got four wins in 24 23 so bad figures and but but then if you're looking at it on paper you know bad you know bad bad win win percentage but then also what got promoted automatically first first attempt yeah we did i mean i was slightly concerned the way we limped over the lion uh last year but that was the the circumstances just the the 
it, didn't help, did it? You know, the, the break in the bloody whatever, and, you know, I'm, I'm sure if, it, if, if there'd been no break in in, in situation, the fans would have been there, we'd, we'd, we'd have been all right, wouldn't we? Yeah, we'd have gone We wouldn't have lost the Huddersfield because we'd have took loads of fans up there, wouldn't we? Exactly, yeah. That's the difference, isn't it? Yeah, so... Yeah. So, so, I assume with you it's a double whammy, like, gutted that Billich is gone, and then yeah. you're already annoyed then, but, I mean, what about well, the appointment? How many months ago was it? He was doing the, the, I had to do my three worst managers, and who did I put in there? I put the oh, in there, do I? And, and only, I'm not doing the comic effect, I just detest the bloke, you yeah. know? I mean, when, when we, um, when Pulis come in, he was, uh, you know, obviously, Nobody really wanted it, but there was a, there was a slight logic to that because they all been a, a terrible decision appointing bloody Alan Irvine, aren't they? So it made a sort of—I mean, they'd, prob- they'd probably got that set up, hadn't they? Mm. And they were just waiting for them to, to come. And there's sort of a sort of like—I I, I didn't want him, but I thought, well, hopefully he'll he'll stabilise us and whatever, and, and and he won't play, so he wouldn't be so negative. But but this one, I mean, they've obviously set this one up a long time ago, haven't they? And uh, yeah, some some of the obvious decisions, like like when when we got rid of Dean Matteo, were quite like we had that Hodgson lined up, didn't we? Yeah. And we have we obviously had Pulis lined up, which was so we had no plan B with with Big Dave when we got rid of him, which is ridiculous. And we had a plan B this time round, but getting rid of somebody who's good and getting somebody who's bloody nobody wants him. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, for the quick fix as well. Quick fix yeah. that might not even fix, and then we could be at this in a worse position because we'll be relegated. Yeah. With... Well, he, he can't lose, can he, otherwise? Because he's got, you know, if he, if he keeps us up, he gets a massive payoff. If he goes down, he'll just say, it's somebody else's team, it's not my fault, isn't it? You yeah. know, and he's, he's, he's going to walk away and pretend, as he always does, to talk a good game. You know, he's been driven out all his last couple of clubs by the supporters. So, what does that say? Yeah, I know, Everton. Everton, um, West Ham. Everton, West Ham. Yeah, I mean Everton. He, he did all right at Everton, but like he's just a bitter. Like every time he talks, every time he talks on telly or he's a pundit against Everton, he like he's bitter and he hates them, you know. And he's yeah, yeah, he, yeah it's it's crap in it really. I mean, it's quite exciting. He's, he's not a big lover. If, if, if he bears grudges against people, he doesn't like us. Yeah, he doesn't like us from the fact that we sacked him back in nineteen ninety one. You know, so yeah. Clearly, he's a man who bears grudges. So, yeah, yeah his passion's not going to be in horses, is it? Whereas, I think Village was, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Some, people are, some, people are, some people are unifiers and some people are divisive, aren't they? Clearly, Alan is going to be divisive. I, I thought Village was a unifier, wasn't he? Yeah, it is. That's what Big Day was a big unifier. I think, I think Village is a much better manager than Big Day. But, but they both caused the unity between the supporters didn't they and everybody pulled together and you felt like it was your club again didn't you? exactly yeah yeah I know and for Billish to do that when the fans you know half the time when he was here the fans weren't even there and to also you know appeal to yeah. the fans is, is yeah. a big thing it shows a lot about the, the class of the bloke really and I don't think we've yeah I say we I, it's a bit difficult like obviously the owners are just idiots and like w- w- there's no class there's been no class for about two or three years now with the Albion how, yeah. we've, how we've handled things so where have you obviously you've been up the Albion for years where would you rank this as like just being you know as uh, it's it's the worst of the worst I mean my initial appointment my initial reaction was well I'm not going to go in ever again it's Mm. just irritating it's got me down so I mean 
in the cold light. I mean, I'm not going to rush up this season if you can go anyway. But I mean, yeah, it's ultimately the club is is, is bigger than than anybody, isn't it? Really, like so. It's, it's, if it's in your heart, it's, it's there. And I, I I miss going with my brethren and having a you know, having a having a match day out with them. Yeah. I don't miss. I don't miss. I haven't missed football this year. Just by not going, I think it's I think it's dull as dishwater, water, really. Yeah. Because there's no atmosphere. But so, but I, I I wouldn't rush back this season, even if they'd allowed everybody back in February. Yeah. But, but I will go back, but not but yeah, not in the great hurry. Yeah, it's, it's difficult. Like I, I felt just weird yesterday. I felt like grief. Yeah, it uh, was, wasn't it? Yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah about it started. It started on on on, on the Tuesday night. I mean, it was a fantastic result. I mean, he set him up brilliantly, didn't he? Yeah. And we got a great result. And then it starts breaking, and it looks like he's got Allardyce lined up. But I started going out. I went from what a brilliant result to anger started then, like you know. Yeah. Just so. Yeah, it's just it's a it's a roller coaster, isn't it? Yeah, you know, being an Albion fan, and it's just. We're at the bottom of it at the moment, but it, 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 I don't know. I, don't, I like building, building something, and just. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, weird. Yeah. I'm not really, mon- not, um, you know, results orientated. I, I, I liked in the championship. I like yeah. just, yeah, like feeling part of the club. I don't care. Like yeah, if, if big, yeah, if yeah. big Sam gets us into Europe next I, season, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I'm not really. I don't want to be. Have all these knobby pundits talking about us, and you know, all, all the time. It's just it's our club, and it's you yeah. know, you know I'm, I'm, I'm happy always talking about it. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's uh, yeah, it's 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 a difficult one. I mean, you could talk for half an hour on this, but it's quite it's quite interesting. I mean, unified, you're number five now. Unified, everyone's just you know disheartened with the club, and then I think yeah. you got to you got to crack on. Like you said, you make a good point. No one's bigger than the club. You know, yeah. the, the club comes first, and whether it's blind loyalty or whether it's, you know, co- it's commendable. How like it's not, compl- it's, it's not completely blind in my eyes. I, I have got one eye, sir. Yeah, yeah, true, true. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 gonna be crap. But I thought I'd, I thought I'd get people on just to discuss it while it's raw. Yeah. Not yeah. as raw as yesterday because I think it has just been effing and blinding. <laughs> effing yeah, and blinding. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. But uh, no, cheers for that anyway. Um, Alright. It's just yeah, it's, it's, yeah, let's, let's see what happens. But uh I'll have you on talk about the past in a couple of weeks. Just uh yeah. well, happier times. Happier times, yeah. Yeah, nineteen ninety seven at uh, Stockport. All more people I hate. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yeah. But um no, cheer for that, so yeah. Hopefully it don't get you down too much because it's Christmas a week tomorrow, yeah. so yeah. Okay. Alright. <laughs> see you in a bit. <laughs> see you in a bit, Tara. Up next is going to be Dale Brooks. Uh, we had him on the second episode, I think. Hello. Evening, Dale. Are you okay? Yes, I'm okay, Jim. How are you? Yeah, yeah. I'm all good. I'm a bit. It, it's been it's been a day now since obviously the news and it's all been confirmed. So uh, I've sort yeah. of come to terms with it. Of you know, in, in my head, it's sort of. Been all over the place with what's going on, but yeah, I mean, you're you're now the sixth person I've spoken to tonight, so 
It's been a good, good, <laughs> mate. Honestly, I'm just my head's it's my head's just. Night. Oh no, man. Yeah, but um, it's good to get a good mix of how people see and yeah. their emotions that people yeah. have gone through. So, yeah. what about you? What do you think of it? Well, to be honest, mate. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was harsh the way it happened. Um, you know, the village situation. Um, you know, I mean, there was lots of rumours going around saying, obviously, it was all done before the Man City game, which obviously, you know, it, that's just how football is now, isn't it? That's that's what they tend to do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's harsh the way it all came out in the media, um, you know, but I don't think it's harsh in the real, reality of the situation. Um, and when I say that, obviously, it's one win in 17 games, 10 league wins from 34 league games, this calendar year, I mean, it's not acceptable for any manager, is it, really, to mm. survive. Um, bearing in mind, 21 of those, of course, were championship games as well. Um, so, I, I've got to be honest, mate, I, I was expecting it. Um, and when I looked at the list of, you know, candidates, I was thinking, well, the one I would like is Big Sam. So, mm. to be fair, I was quite happy <laughs> with it yesterday. So, I, a lot of Albion fans, and I know, I know a lot of my friends as well were, were against it, you know, or, you know, we're going back to this kind of football. Um, but, uh, but no, I, you know, like I say, I, um, I was I was happy with it because I, I honestly believe now we've got Big Sam in, I feel more confident that we'll stay up. Whereas with Billage, I felt we were too loose. Um, you know, we conceded goals too easy, far too easy. And uh, and I, you know, and I, I just thought we we need somebody to come in and get that organisation right. And isn't it typical that the last game? Billy's goes and gets it all right, doesn't he? I mean, it was a superb performance against Man City. We were organised. Everybody knew their jobs. Yeah. Um, you know, and, it's, and then you start to think, oh, is it, you know, is it the right decision? But I think, yeah, I think it is. Um, but, I mean, don't get me wrong. Billy just done a great job. He, he showed great integrity, his passion, his commitment. You know, we saw that in abundance last season. The football was great to watch. Substitutions, of course, were a masterstroke at times, you know, when he won his games like at Blues and, yeah. and Luton away. Uh, and there were some good performances at home to Blackburn, away at Millwall, away at QPR. And, of course, the FA Cup win at West Ham. Um, that was a, a really good performance. So there's no doubt he's done a good job. Um, and, he, you know, especially as it was a two-year plan, of course, he got us promoted in the first year. But unfortunately, it is a results business mm. and he's paid the price for that, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you, make, you make a good point about it all, really. I mean, it was a two-year... It's, it's difficult football because yeah, emotions override, override it. So the results, as you said, yeah. like, it, I think it's four in 20... He's won four in 22 or 23 overall, which is bad. Um, yeah, and but he got us up. You know, first first time of asking, it was a two year plan, and you know he was, you know he he was at a head start because he'd already got promoted. But I think, yeah, yeah, yeah I think it's just how it happened as well. Like the, again, the, the roller coaster of being a football fan, like again against um, Fulham, we, we were really bad. You could probably argue, yeah, if he'd have got sacked after that, yeah, you could probably yeah. you, you could see sometimes he looked he looked dejected. The players yeah. looked a yeah. bit clueless, and you could probably yeah, argue definitely. that. But it's just it's yeah. how the how they've done it, you know, on on a high as well. 
Yeah, I think. I mean, I think the decision was made after the Newcastle game, and to be fair, I thought it was going to be done straight after the Newcastle game. Um, that was the impression because I thought I don't, I don't know what you know others think, but that Newcastle game, um, although we had twenty minutes spell in the game, you know, where we we looked sort of on top, we looked like you know we might go and win it, but you still felt that you know we we'd got a still got the chance of conceding. Um, and I just thought when he put Austin on and when he put Kruziki, I thought he's throwing players on that ain't even been in the squad the last few games, you know. And mm-hmm. I thought that's a sign of a bloke that has kind of lost it a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And kind of thinking, what am I doing? What you know? And I, I honestly believe that's what it was. I think, and I think the um, the board then decided to you know to to officially press press the button sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like I say, some some of the performances in the Championship were great to watch. In the Premiership, uh, you know, you look at the Chelsea game, we were 3-0 up. With Big Sam in charge, you know, would we have game, mani- you know, game management in the second half? I know it's Chelsea, but surely we'd have seen that out. And, you know what I mean? We yeah, might have yeah. got three points, sort of thing. And I think that's the difference between, you know, the kind of manager that you need at this level and I just feel that Billy was just that little bit short of, of you know of what we needed I think he's a very good championship manager as he's proved um, you know but also obviously he pushed through the grand deal didn't he and I, I, I've got to be honest I've seen obviously not seen enough of him as in he hasn't you know played like 15-20 games for us but the games I have seen I just don't think he's quite ready for the Premier League, and you know, and he's sort of been looked at as a saviour, hasn't he, to score, yeah, to score the goals to keep us up. Do you and, know what and, I mean? Yeah, and, and he's not. It's not really fair because he's, he's, he's not, not, is he? No, 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 he's not. He's not ready. I don't think no. he's not ready. He might be in the future. I can see potential in him, but I don't think he's ready yet. And again, that's pushing a deal. And I'm sure you know. Luke Dowling and Ken have looked at that and thought, you know, we really pushed the boat out for Grant and he's just not done it, has he? He's just not done it. Sam is a fan of it, really. You could say the same about him. He's coming and he's he's had a couple of decent games, but he just uh, he just looks completely out of his depth, doesn't he? Yeah, he, like he, yeah, yeah, he hasn't got the legs. Basically. Yeah, he looks like a 35 year old. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah, got the legs. So, um, you know, so like I say, it is harsh in that. Um, and, uh, you know how it's come out I think they could have dealt with it better but you know from a results point of view and from where we were going I just think it was the right decision by the board and and you know like I say we've all been disillusioned with the board we've all had opinions about you know what they've been doing and what's been going on with selling the club and what not um, but I actually do think that they have got this decision right OK yeah no you're, the, you're probably the first one that seems out of the you know the six of our quite happy with it really I mean I don't know about happy but you know sort of content no, no, and... I wouldn't say... yeah yeah content because I can see the, the, the what they've done I can see the reasoning behind it you know um, had we drawn with Manchester City and you know been on a really good run and out of the bottom three then you'd, you'd you know what I mean and got some wins elsewhere but I mean also you look you look back as well that one win against Sheffield United let's be fair we shouldn't have won that yeah. We shouldn't have won that. Sam Johnston was absolutely outstanding. You know, kept us in it, didn't he? Kept us in it, made some crucial, crucial saves. Um, you know, and, and that's where we're looking at it really. Like the, the sort of it's a bigger picture but a short term picture, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um 
and um, yeah, and I just feel in the end, you know, that the level was just that too high for him, and I think that's what happened at West Ham. Um, I mean, ironically, he took over, didn't he, from Sam Allardyce? Yeah. <laughs> so it's roles reversal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, you know, but again, that that was kind of um, Allardyce had done a great job at West Ham, where they'd actually finished twelfth the season before, so. You look at it and think, was it like a Clark Hodgson situation where Hodgson had done the groundwork, put him, do you know what I mean? And Clark had come in and carried it on yeah. and we, we had that wonderful finish. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but like I say, Jim, at the end of the day, I, I do think it's the right decision and I, I do feel a lot more confident. I think that we've got a really good chance of staying up now because he'll organise us, he'll get a structure there. Um, and of course, we will be better at defending, a lot better. Um, with you know, even with the players we've got, it proved against Man City. Yeah, yeah, you know, definitely. O'Shea and Ajoy were absolutely outstanding, weren't they? Yeah, but honestly, they're, they're, absolutely they're, outstanding. You, you, nobody put the foot wrong. I mean, Ajay got man of the match on on yeah. uh, Amazon Prime. I watched it on, but yeah, he yeah. deserved it. Yeah, and obviously Johnson was a, was a rock again. He was. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah so absolutely. no, it's um, yeah, quite clear headed. You made good points, and it's. Yeah, it's it's good to get that side of it. That you know, hopefully you're right. Hope hopefully it's a positive. Hopefully we stay up, and hopefully it's it's a it's it's the beginning of a happy ending. But well, it's never an ending in football. But you know, um, no, no, absolutely, absolutely. And and what I will say as well, Jim, is it's going on to Big Sam as well. I'll just quickly say is that it's no coincidence that all of the clubs he's managed are not really in a better position, are they? than where he left them in. I mean, you look at Bolton, you look where they are now, sitting in mid-table in League Two. Yeah. Newcastle, they really moved moved on, have they? And no, in fact, no. they've been relegated since he was there. Blackburn are in the Championship. West Ham are mid-table mediocrity, which is where they were when he took over, yeah, yeah. more or less down the bottom. Sunderland are League One. Crystal Palace are another mid-table Premiership team where he kept them up. And Everton, in his last job, he guided them to eighth, didn't he? So yeah, yeah, no, yeah, we can't we can't be appointing a better a better caliber of a manager for me. I mean, I know people go on about the football, but I honestly don't think he's as bad as Pulis. I really don't. I think he's more like Hodgson. I think he tries to find a balance between defence and attack. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, I mean, look at his Bolton team when he had a Cotter and a Nelker and York. I used to love watching them. Yeah, you yeah. know, because all the flair and the ability, and they were really good to watch. So, um, yeah, I, I honestly think that um, we've appointed the best that we could. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just not all doom and gloom. I feel a bit better from that actually. I feel. I feel. <laughs> I feel a lot better. They should put you on the uh, on the loudspeaker, the Albion. On the tannoy, just to be positive. But no, no, very good points there, Dale. So cheers for coming on, anyway. That's all right, Jim. No problem. Let's have no a get a good. Let's have a get a positive result against the uh, the vile. Oh yeah, that's no, a no. big one, isn't it? Yeah, that's no. a big one. And again, I must admit, I'm feeling a lot more confident now. I mm-hmm. really am. I, f- I feel that we could get, we could nick something off them, even if it's just one nil. It don't matter, does it? It's yeah. Three points no, no. in a local derby as well. No. Doesn't matter. Hopefully, so. hopefully you're right, Dale. Fingers crossed, Dave. Fingers no. crossed. So, cheers, for, cheers for coming on, anyway. <laughs> no Look after worries, yourself. No worries, mate. See you in a bit. Take care, mate. Ta-da. Take care. Bye. Up next is going to be Jay, Jason Hughes. If you have Hi, you right, Jay, how you doing? I'm all right, thank you. Yourself? Yeah, man, I'm all good. I'm all good. Um, yeah, thanks for coming on. This is your first appearance on this series, isn't it? It is 
mate, it is indeed. Yeah, we're going to have you on a lot more. So, but, but uh, it's a bit short notice getting you on here. So, cheers for coming on. It's all right, mate. I've been sitting in. I've been sitting in reserve like uh, Charlie Austin, and I'm just waiting <laughs> in the wings. Yeah. When I say short notice, I mean 17 minutes ago I called you. Um, 17 minutes ago I was like, "Do you want to go on?" And you, you came forward. So. Uh, That's it, mate. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm primed. Well, yeah. I'm not, but we'll see what we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Well, yeah, it's t- ten minutes of ranting, so you can go whichever way you want. But uh, basically, as soon as anything big like this happens, you drop everything. The Albion, the Albion comes to the forefront. Um, so yeah. Um, so it's been over twenty four hours now since we found out what's happened. Um, what have you had time to process it? What What, what do you think? First and foremost is that anything that the Albion board does that shows disloyalty doesn't surprise me. Uh, so it's, I mean, it, when when I when I when I saw it, like we were we was, we was watching the game the other night, the other night it finished, and then obviously Aston had said to us within like an hour that they're going to stack Billich. I was like, that is just typically Albion, isn't it? <laughs> to just do that, it's like it, it, I'm not I'm not surprised, um, and. I'll say I'm not. Su- I'll say I'm not surprised. I personally, hundred percent. I think I don't think he should have been sacked. Um, I think it was. I think it's unfair. I think it's cruel, and I think that they're looking for somebody to to blame for their own shortcomings. Um, however, saying that the football, the, we haven't, we haven't, we haven't looked very good for a long time. And even when we got promoted, obviously we. We stumbled, we completely stumbled over the line and we was actually very lucky to get promoted in the end. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's it's one of them. But to, 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 to sack him now, now that we're in the Premiership, we haven't spent any money. The money that we have spent have been on players that we had last season. Yeah. Um, so the, the squad hasn't improved whatsoever apart from we now have Branislav Ivanovic instead of Hagazi. Yeah. Uh, so apart from apart from that, I mean, I, I don't see what Bilic was actually meant to do. Uh, and I think the hard thing is, is uh, it's hard to actually gauge whose fault really was it. Um, because... The board. It looks from the outside like, obviously, the board of the board of. To me, it looks like the board have bought Diangana and they bought Perea because they they knew that they could get, especially Perea, they knew they could get him at a really cheap rate. I and know that exactly. So to not take that on would have been absolutely stupid. So for that, to me, that that piece of business was literally business. Um, and by getting in for getting in for that cheap, they they know that when we well, it's going to say when then if we get relegated, they they they're going to be able to make money on him. And the same with Dean Garner, to be fair. Um, however, to be fair, the way he's performed so far this season, he hasn't exactly added any value to himself but yeah I saw the two investments as business decisions as like right we'll buy both of these and then when we get relegated <laughs> uh, we'll sell them both we'll have loads of money yeah. we'll, we'll be good uh, so I, I don't know I feel like I feel like the board have stitched Billich up just like they did with Darren Moore mm-hmm. uh, and they're, they're looking for they're just looking for somebody to blame from their for their own shortcomings however the football wasn't very 
very good and we did look we did look clueless to be fair we didn't I say we looked clueless we didn't we didn't look like we had any ideas going forward um, and that was the same as the end of last season as well we looked like we'd been found out and we didn't know the way to go and that's 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 obviously always always uh, always worrying so to bring in to bring in a defensive minded coach now which is I suppose what he is really he's defensive minded and he works plays out from the back works from the back yeah um, hard to beat yeah I don't see how that's going to improve I don't see how that's going to get us more goals though and our main problems scoring goals I know that we've let a lot of goals in but um, I think the goals that we let in a lot of the time it's because we, we get depleted we score that the opposition score then, then our heads get down then we realise that we ain't good enough to score feel sorry for ourselves and then get battered <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah I, I, I noticed that I've, I've said a few times like we, we're suffering from imposter syndrome so we, it seems like we don't believe that we should be in the Premier League that's no, what I, I get like against yeah. you know you know in spells we play really well and then it's just like we go one down or two down and we just sort of capitulate really um, yeah we we, we, we really do and it's like it's always like like there's been so many games this season where we've had where we've had where we have been very unlucky um, and there's only so many there's only there's only so many times that you can be unlucky isn't there uh, but we have been we have been really unlucky in a few games and it's a shame because if we would have if we would have had a bit of luck that's all that it would have actually taken for Billage to be like a hero, we could have had loads more points on the board than we have now. Yeah, just just by luck, that's it. Uh, just by the rub of the green, if it would have gone another way, some of the VAR decisions, some of the refereeing decisions, some of the little lapses in concentration, some of the goals that we've conceded late, um, like that game against Spurs, for example, yeah. played really, really well, and then obviously just one little lapse in concentration. That wasn't a good goal. Um, they just hit a diagonal ball. Harry Kane's there. Keep comes out. Defenders are all over the place, and we end up losing. That was that was that was a like I don't know. Would you call it a mistake? Yeah, I'd say more than yeah, an unforced error. I'd say with that. Yeah, was, yeah. Yeah. So it's like yeah, we we haven't we haven't done ourselves any favours really, but we have genuinely been like really unlucky, and I think that I think Billich has been unlucky to lose his job. Because we've been unlucky in certain games, to be fair. Yeah. But I do. Yeah. But, but yeah, we. But we have even the games where we where we could have got something. We do look. We do look toothless up front. Yeah. No. It's it's it is cutthroat in it football. You know. It's it, there's probably not time if you if you're a manager who needs money, you need to sell and make it make a profit or don't make a bloody fifty million loss. Like you've, you, you can't go. Oh, he's a, he's a bit unlucky, and you know you feel a bit sorry for him. You you you've got to go by the fact. So you can sort of see it from their point of view, but um, yeah, it's 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 a it's a tough it's a tough one, man. I mean, you you like you like your good football, and I know that you you look back on Pulis's time negatively. Um, question to even bother going up. What are you gonna do about this? Are you um, gonna? Do you know what? 
it's like obviously the I'm, I'm the 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 purely style the purely style of football, mate. And I'll be completely honest. I'll be completely honest now. Tony Pulis has taught me so many life lessons <laughs> by way of by way of playing football. It is absolutely ridiculous, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, so I hated watching that football. It was so negative. It was so boring. It was so dull. But what it did teach me is that. Uh, <laughs> doesn't matter how much pressure you get put under you defend your goal line you keep defending you keep defending because you will get your opportunity and when you do you need to take it so he's taught me a, he's, he's taught me a few uh, philosophies to be fair as Pulis Tony Pulis the philosopher how to cling on for your dear life and manage to win yeah, yeah. <laughs> managed to come out of it unscathed so but uh, yeah I'm going to say it's like at the end of the day we, well, I mean, with Allardyce I'm not going to be running down there singing his name like loving him like being like part oh, of brilliant we've got Sam Allardyce <laughs> uh, but I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm not going to actively work against him in any way shape or form I will support him because at the end of the day he's, he's coming in he's coming in to do a job and the only job that Allardyce he's ever brought in to do is stop teams getting relegated yeah. Uh, so he loves he loves that, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's, yeah, it's, it's just one of them things. It's one of them. From what you're saying, it just seems like got to crack on anyway. We can we can dwell and you know moan and you know feel our done by, or we can just crack on and get behind him. But it's it, yeah, it, it is difficult. It's difficult, difficult like uh, how to how to feel about it really. But let's let's see what happens. I mean, it, football fans are fickle. So if we win on Sunday, then against the Villa, then people might change the tune. But uh, yeah, you seem you seem quite open about it anyway. Like open to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. God, I'm gonna say you gotta be at the end of the day because I mean I do. It's like Billich. Uh, I don't think Billy. I don't think Billich is gonna be sitting in a corner somewhere crying, saying that he's been hard done by or he feels terrible uh, I think he's got a lot more he's got a lot more about him than that he's got a lot more character yeah. um, and I think deep down there'll be part of him which probably understands why he's got sacked yeah. uh, to be fair but there's going to be another part of him that's going to feel that he should have been allowed to finish the job he should have been given more more money he should have been given more time and he should have been given more backing and I, I believe that as well I believe that he should have been uh, but <laughs> But yeah, he hasn't. He, 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 he hasn't been. So at the end of the day, we've we've got a. We can we can all feel sorry for Billich, which I do. Mm. Uh, I feel, yeah, I feel that the club have been disloyal, but we've got. Yeah, we've got to get on with it because the club will do whatever they want, and we can moan as much as we want. But the club, they run the club. And yeah. as much as we don't like them running the club and we think that they make silly decisions and they do this and they do that and obviously the owner doesn't even bother turning up. The way that the way that I look at it sometimes is when you look at teams like Sunderland when they were in the bottom of the Premiership and they all their fans were going mad and we need this and we need that and we yeah. need this and they they do they'd do anything now just to be in the championship. Yeah. So so it's just like the end of the day if you're 19th in the Premier League and you're a club like West Brom, uh, is that a disaster? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I put things into perspective, don't you, really? Yeah, I don't think it is. And I think that sometimes the better that you do as a club, you expect a lot more. 
So when we was in the Premier League, when we were when we were finishing when we were finishing eighth, when we finished lower, then people were disappointed. They yeah. kind of expected us to be there, and we 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 we, we shot above. Uh, we punched above our weight to finish there, yeah. and we punched above our weight a few times. And I think we just need to remember who who who, who we actually are. Yeah, yeah. Honest. I agree. But um, you've come to the end of it so some good philosophy there so Tony Pulis and Jason Hughes the the best philosophers of the 21st century but um, Tony Pulis has taught me he's taught me taught me to be rigid to rigid defensive and uh, <laughs> hold, hold, hold on by the skin of your teeth because at some point you may get a corner yeah and take your chances life, you life give you a few chances in life anyway exactly. we've got, I've got to go I've got to go I've got to be strict see you in a bit Jay up next is going to be Dan Westbury so let's see what he has to say about it uh, last night he uploaded a profile picture of him with Sam Allardyce so is he doing it ironically or is he happy Hello. evening West you alright yeah, evening fella, you alright? Yeah man, good. Yeah, Cheers for coming on, at short no, notice. No problem. Um, I don't think you're last, you were last, but I think I've managed to get somebody else on oh, uh, yeah. at the end, so yeah. less pressure for you. <laughs> yeah, But I should be a scout for the Albion really, get, roping in nine people to have a little chat on a night. But um, yeah. it's, it's, been quite, it's been quite interesting really. I mean, I had feelings, I've still got feelings about it all, but... Um, yeah. It's more about you, lot really. So, uh, yeah. what's your opinion about uh, it? Obviously, at the moment, people are happy with the owners, and for them owners to really sell the club, we need to be in the Premier League. And unfortunately, the way we do with Billage, we'd probably finish on. If you look at the points we've accumulated so far, by the end of the season, we'd probably finish on twenty-one points, which would have got us relegated. Uh, and I just think somebody like an Allardyce, okay. <laughs> He's at the most exotic of names, but he does exactly what he says on the tin. He's a, uh, there's no better, better firefighter out there for coming to a club in our position at the moment to get us back to basics, make us do the things, uh, defending well and support attention to detail, to accumulate enough points to keep us up in the league this season and then next season. I think he's, he makes about an 18 bomb contract. You look to maybe keep on front of the year. And then after that, then the club's got two years in the Premier League. Hopefully, uh, you look to improve every season. Hopefully, then the club can look to evolve uh, onto that next level. It's like Crystal Palace have at the moment, uh, one of his, one of his old clubs. So I think that's really what we need to do. I mean, I did like Village, but and to his defence, anything I've really heard about him that he's a nice bloke, and mm. I don't think it's just about this season with Village. I mean. Uh, if we had a really good end, uh, end to last season, uh, um, okay, these 13 games, we was on seven points. I would say, look, he hasn't been backed, but I don't think we were particularly great back in the last season. I mean, we've, won, we've, won, we've now won one in 17 games, yeah. which to me isn't fantastic at any level. Yeah. Uh, if you look at the calendar year, we've won nine games all year. Uh, you compare that to the other two teams we've been promoted with. Leeds have won 18 and Fulham have won 16, but that does include three playoff 
wins, but yeah. they still have to go into a, an enduring playoff situation and win the games to obviously get where they are now. Uh, yeah. I hear people say we're a squad for the championship players, but this time last year when we were beating teams like Swansea, the series on the other foot, it was like West Bromwich Albion and this side full of these Premier League players, they were too good for the championship. So, yeah, and I just think this season, I'll, I look at our better performances and it's been against the top clubs, uh, i.e. Tuesday night. Came a bit lucky with the save Johnson made, but I thought we'd drive a good account of ourselves up at Old Trafford. Spurs at home, we played well. Chelsea at home. And I just think, given them games, there was less pressure on the players and they good performances. But where we've struggled is the games like against uh, Fulham away. I thought we made Fulham look like Real Madrid, we were really bad. Yeah, that they, yeah, they, that was that was, that was the worst really, performance yeah. I've I've seen like this season and you know and last season it was very bad. Yeah, and I just feel like the other games, teams like Burnley at home, okay, you weren't a fantastic game, but we never, we never, we never, we never on the front foot. We never looked to take the game to them like we did last season. And I just think I, I can't feel it. Then he did run out of ideas, and it was shown uh, Saturday when he brought on Austin and Krasicki who. who before that, weren't even fit to be. Well, yeah, weren't even on the bench. And like, like I say, he's never really stuck to one system. He's kind of made up as he because of long like, uh There's five at the back, Malarkey, which I've never been a big fan of. We never did it once last season, so why all of a sudden uh, get to it now? We all know that. You look at our best players, i.e., Pereira, Ian Garner. Best, the best way to get them. Uh, out of them players is by playing Pereira in that hole yeah and we once this season yeah. if we'd gone if we'd have kept to that uh, identity like we did last season and still in the same situation now I would be like well yeah playing the board a little bit more but I just don't think I think at times Billy hasn't really helped himself uh, and I kind of feel looking back in hindsight I think his tenure really peaked last season at home he played Swansea I mean it was an absolute fantastic performance. I've never seen an Albion team supply uh, play so well. And after that, you never really, we never really uh, took on. Uh, we, we had a few results around Christmas time. I think we beat Blues away, which we were lucky. Uh, and then we had a few bad defeats. We lost to Stoke at home. Uh, we drew, drew at Charlton. And maybe apart from the Millwall away game and... Uh, Bristol City. Bristol City, yeah. I, I kind of look back and think, when did we when did we actually play well this year? And even your games after the lockdown, we beat poor Hull City team who, who were relegated, and we played Sheffield Wednesday away. And I think it was three days after they went into the, uh, sorry went into administration, and their players hadn't been paid. So considering the squad we had last season, you would have expect us to go up there and win. So. I think after lockdown we won three games. We beat say Hull, Sheffield, and Derby at home. time, yeah. But yeah, so I mean, like, I did like the bloke, and it's a shame it hasn't worked out. But unfortunately, there's no there's no for sentiment in football. You you can't just keep a job because you're an old bloke. You've got to do what's best for the football club. I just think, uh, in the short term now, I think Allardyce is a good fit. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. What about? I've not really asked anyone this. What about the timing of it? So, coming up, we've got we're playing Villa, aren't we? Sunday. Yeah. 
what about the timing of it? Would you have would you have waited? Especially, I mean, yeah. If you if you've already had negotiations with the manager to come in, it doesn't really matter that result. It's probably yeah. it's probably an inconvenience for for the for the board that we did well. I'd sure that Newcastle game. I mean, if there's any opportunity to to win a game, it was Saturday. I mean, they hadn't trained for twelve days. Uh, they had centre midfield Isaac Hayden playing centre bar. They would had COVID, and we made him look like Paolo Maldini. Yeah, they had Nobby. They brought Nobby, Nobby Solano back out of uh, retirement. <laughs> Keep Gillespie on the wing. Uh, <laughs> but like, it's like Dean Garner. I mean, people can say, "Oh, he hasn't been backed," but at the same time, the players he has brought in. That was all on the bench Saturday. Yeah. Uh, mind you, Robinson did start, but like, that was a bit bizarre as well. Left Dean Garner on the bench, which was a bit odd. I thought against against a team who, like I say, hadn't tried properly and might have been a bit leggy. It'd have been an ordeal to, to get off the run at and be on the front foot. And then we were obviously awful first half, and half time he brings Charlie Austin on. You're thinking, oh, fair play, but then you, then you see he brings up the. Uh, Callum Robinson and Carl and Grant. Yeah. Think, well, okay. You're bringing one strike on, but taking two off. Uh, we did look a bit better second half, but I do look at it and think, well, Newcastle haven't tried for two weeks, so they were all going to have a 20 minute spell in the game, but they were going to look a bit leggy and tired. And I don't think it was that we played well then first 20 minutes of second half. I think it was the fact that they were probably on their arses and we still couldn't. Uh, go on and get a result so I think after that Saturday I was like I say this season I've had a quite a bit of rap if it was I ain't gonna lie I've not been to the games and I've never I ain't really had that close connection with it but Saturday I played golf in the morning and I said to the lads who I play with, we've got to, if there's ever an opportunity to win a game it's today yeah. and for us to put in that performance Saturday I was disgusted and I can't we were in the WhatsApp group with me and I did say at the time I don't, I don't know how he comes back from this now, village. So, from, from regardless of the points at Man City Tuesday, am I disappointed he's been sacked? Not really, no. Nice dog saying, nice bloke, but the club's more important and going forward, he won't get to keep us up. So, he won't have a shit or bust. Yeah. So, there's no guarantee that Allardyce is going to keep us up, but if there's ever, ever, ever a bloke you'd put your money on, or put your house on to keep the team in the league. It's him. Yeah, yeah. So you're not that disheartened by it, really. Um, I mean, it's a shame. I don't. You don't see any manager uh, lose a job, and like I say, I mean, there's times last season when he was, we played really good football, and you want it to work. But yeah, it's just it's one, it's one of them. It's uh, shit happens in life. It's, it's how you deal with it, and you got to got to move on from it. But. Yeah, like I say, we, we get a result against Villa Sunday and it'll be, it'll be forgotten. I know, that's the thing. That's why I wanted to release this before yeah. anything clouds yeah. our judgment, you know. Yeah. So, but um, nah, cheers for that. That's that's 10 no. minutes, man. That's the easiest no, interview. That's, yeah. yeah, it's the easiest interview I've ever had to do. Just listen to you for 10 <laughs> minutes. Talking rubbish. <laughs> nah, man, it's all good. It was all good. Everyone. Like said, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm nothing against Billy. I, I liked him as a person, but to me, the club is the most important thing and I'll, I'll always back the club regardless. No. Nah. At the moment, all still going forward. Potentially being brought out by new owners. We need to stop in that Premier League. It, it, it's 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 essential. You know what I mean? Yeah. So no, so, no, fair enough, fair enough. Um, hopefully it works out all right overall. Uh-huh. But yeah, cheers for coming on at short cheers. notice. So I speak to you, mate. Yeah, cheers. see you in a bit, man. Ta-da. Cheers. Thanks, yeah. Bye, bye.
Up next is going to be Tony Cripps. He was on for the worst 11, which was a very interesting topic. Um, he's been going up the Albion for many years, so it'd be very interesting to see what he thinks about it. You all right, Tony? I'm good. Yeah, you managed to get yourself a cup of tea? I've got a brew. I'm happy, man. Brilliant, brilliant. Now, like I said, thanks for coming on. Quite short notice. You've had a long day, but... Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. End your day off with talking about the Albion. <laughs> yeah, so that'll be a, that'll be a good one yeah, well, for you. Yeah, well, halfway through the day, I, I had a stokey mate of mine phoning me up giving me grief. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, it's just what you want. But um, yeah, I've, I've got you on. This is the second time you've been on. Uh, the first one you was, I, I think it was the worst eleven, which was quite a funny episode. Yeah, um, it was good. You enjoyed that, Jimmy. It was good. Yeah, but um, I know on. You're on quite a few of the Albion uh, pages, aren't you? Like you know the Albion fan zone, and you, you talk, you talk sense, you know, in a lot of things instead of like being irrational and kicking off. So it'd be quite interesting to see what you think about it, anyway. Okay, thank you for that. Yeah. So, so what, what's your opinion? It, 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 comes, it comes with age, Jimmy. When, when, <laughs> when I was your age, I'd have been kicking off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you live in North Wales, so it's quite far for you to drive to the to the ground. Uh, to yeah. kick off, so um, yeah, no, because obviously you've been up for a number of years. My dad's on this episode as well, and he's similar age, so he's seen a lot of bad stuff. So, you know, where does this rank with, you know, the bad things that have happened, or, or you know, things that have happened at the Albion? Okay, well, when I mean, obviously, what a great, I've got to say, what a great performance on Tuesday night. You know, it was just a pleasure to watch the boys, wasn't it? You know. Mm. Um, and for that, and then, like, you know, they, they, basically an hour later, all these rumours are coming out that he was being sacked. And, and my initial thoughts were, oh, you're having a laugh. And, and, then, when, and then when I heard that the, the main man in the frame was Sam, I was like, oh, no, what? You know, performance like that, starting to turn it, turn it round, and we are, we don't want Sam. You know, I, I first thought, Sam? We just wasted four years. It'll be going back to Pulis. Yeah. You know, we might as well have kept Tony Pulis and then wasted four years up and down messing about. Yeah. But, but now I've had time to reflect on it, shall we say? Yeah, it's been twenty-four hours, well, a bit about thirty odd hours. So we've slept on it. I'm thinking slightly differently. How are you thinking now? Well, I'm thinking we. N- I mean, you, you could probably go back really as far as. Um, well, do you remember the Blues game when we drew nil nil? Um, and the week, and the week, I'm going back to the Championship now because I, I think I think we have to go back to them. I mean, up until the people say no, oh, up until the Blake break, we were flying. But you know, I mean, if you remember, we had that bad one nil at home to at home to Wigan, Wigan. before. Yeah. Yeah, but we, we on, had that good away win, didn't we? We, we won three nil away at Bristol City, and then we had yeah. a couple just before lockdown. Yeah, bad results. Yeah. Yeah, um, and it's really never turned turned round since, has it, Jimmy? No, no, you no. Know, I, I think the people are talking about the st- the stats. You know, I think four wins in so and so. You know, but, you know, if you look at the statistics, it's bad. It is. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, I, you know, it was. The more I thought about it, it was time for a change. And as much as I love love Slavin, what a great guy, you know. Um. And he got us promoted at the first his first time with asking. 
which obviously we're grateful. But it, it was probably time for, for a change. Mm. Now, Sam, I know. So I'm, I'm not going to go on a Dutch lab too much because you know what's done's done. Yeah. So, okay. Negative football, etc., etc., is easily known for. But I was thinking back, some of those Bolton sides he had were really good, you know. <laughs> a lot of people have mentioned, the people do point back to that, you know, JJ Akocha. Yeah. Um, Ke- yeah, Kevin Davis and JJ up front, they were very exciting. I think they got they got to the League Cup, was it the League Cup final they got to? I think so. I, I recall them just being, yeah, you know, quite. But yeah, they were exciting to watch. So, you know, I don't, I don't think that we can say, oh, yeah, it's going to be boring, boring, peerless ball. I do think he'll come in and he'll want to put his, his stamp and his mark on it straight away because he, he has to, yeah. you know. Um, I know they're talking about Tompkins, buying Tompkins from Palace. Well, you know, <clears throat> yeah, OK, Ajayi and Shea had a, great, had a great partnership at the back, but I think we've seen Ajayi too many times not have a, a great game at Central Defence this season. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's going he's gonna to bring his own men in. He's, he, and he's, they're probably going to be some older journeymen, I do believe. Um, There's got a lot of experience of the league and, you know, they're not afraid to put a foot in, which is probably what we need, really. Yeah, well, somebody saying, um, I think we've got three players who have played in the Premier League at the moment. So, inexperienced, we've got Ivanovic, we've got uh, Livermore, Gibbs. Uh, and I think that's it really I mean we've got Charlie Austin but he's not really a first teamer so no. yeah so we are quite well, inexperienced you, 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 say, you say that I can see Sam using him quite a bit yeah I know I know yeah yeah you know, I think this could be Charlie's second coming I really do yeah but yeah unless he goes out and, out, out and buys a big target man and I could see Charlie doing a job up there in, in the style that I, I do believe Sam will play yeah, he, he yeah he, he does seem to fit into the, uh, yeah the the, the, the Allardyce yeah yeah the Allardyce yeah the big lump up front but yeah so now you've slept on it are you are you not too negative then over it now? Well, listen, if he keeps us up, well, none of us are going to be negative about it, are we? That's true. And we can't and we can't we can't change it, Jimmy. It is what it is. But I don't know if you've heard and and seen which is something really interesting come out today from Colton Palmer have you read that and seen that I've not no okay well Colton I mean what uh, like your dad I had the pleasure of seeing him as a young lad I mean what a player he was he was always going to be good and he's come out and said that he thinks the takeover of this Miss American consortium is imminent yeah and he he reckons that it could have been Americans that told the board that's who we want. Okay. Which I thought was very interesting. Yeah, I, I think how fast it's happened. Um, yeah, there, there might there might be something in that to be honest. Um, well, particularly as we're fastly approaching the first of January, because if I was if I was a head of a consortium investing lots of money into a football club mm. who had half a chance of stopping up and half a chance of going down, and I knew I'd only got January to do it. I'd want to get it done now yeah. and get and get the players in. And well, first of all, the person in to turn it round, 
and then let him get the players in who he felt he needed to turn it around. So I could see that happening. And if that is the case, then I don't think any of us are going to be moaning, are we, Jimmy? No, no, it's, it's uh, yeah, what happens behind closed doors? And like you said, we can't do anything about it. So it's, it's like a soap opera. Let's see what happens. I mean, I genuinely believe Lloyd wants out now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, think, I, I don't think most people, yeah, I don't think he wants to go, we want him to go. I think, the, the, you know, the faster, the better for everybody concerned, I think. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And, and at the end of the day, if, if he's going to, if this is the way, I suppose, I'm talking as a businessman now, not as a football supporter, he uh, protects his investment and, and what he can get for the club. You know, can you blame it? No, you can't really, can you? Yeah. No, no, you can't. So I've tried to look at this. I've tried to look at this unpassionately and think about the bigger picture. And yeah. since I have, um, yeah, I, I think it'll be good for the club. Well, listen, it couldn't have got much worse, could it? We were going nowhere. And yeah. God bless, and God bless Salah for him, him trying, but it just wasn't. It, it just wasn't t- turning for him, was it? I mean, okay, yeah, it's it was a great result, as I said on Tuesday night. I'm wondering, Jimmy, if some of the lads, if the lads and him knew what was happening, and it was, you know, let's turn it on for the last hurrah for the boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe just they know and, and impress because Allardyce was watching, so it could have I'm been. Gonna a... say, I'm probably more, I was just going to come on to that. Probably more importantly, <laughs> playing for the playing for their place with a new boss. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Guarantee. Guarantee the slot in the team. Yeah. No, but um, yeah, like I said, you, you you're looking at it from. Which is very hard trying to remove emo- emotion from it and seeing it as a positive, and we'll have to wait and see about this consortium, you know. And uh, it could be a thing. I mean, the timing is a bit iffy with the with the derby, but um, you, you know, with, with the Villa game. I was, well, I was going to say, let's face it. If we did beat Villa on Sunday, as let's hope we do. I mean, yeah, I think that will turn a few people's um, ideas in any way, would it? Yeah, I oh know. That's why I wanted to get this released just before, just so uh, people can have a, a raw opinion of it all. Because if we win, then, you know, it'll be the Messiah. If we lose, he's Fat Sam. So uh, yeah. let's see how yeah. it goes. But then, Fat Sam, even Fat Sam the Dingle. But, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, know. Fat, yeah. I oh, know. He's, he's, got, he's got that to shift. But cheers for coming on anyway, Tony. It's short and sweet, but... Yeah, no, um, it's been good, Jimmy. Yeah, it's good. Enjoy your coffee. Have a, have a rest. And uh, I I'll send you the link. Have a listen to it. And then... Hopefully, it's a, a happy ending for us all. <laughs> Let's hope so, Jimmy. Yeah, so look okay. after yourself, Tony. Yeah, boing boing. Ta-da, boing boing. <laughs> Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed listening to the fans giving their opinions. Maybe you agreed, maybe you disagreed. That's the whole point. It's I don't think anybody had the exact same view. You know, a lot of people are coming at it from uh, disappointment anger a lot of people have you know can see that, it, that it's a financial decision some people have gone there with you know spoken about the fact that billich probably didn't have the great uh, great record and maybe even deserved to get the sack so yeah everyone's got everyone's got their own opinion so i hope uh, yeah it came across that it's like i said in the in the intro it's not black and white being it's not just football you know the, the the amount of emotional investment we've put into the Albion for our lifetime, and uh, like I said to my dad in uh, I don't know when he was six or something, I felt grief yesterday. I felt like I'd lost 
a part of, it, it, it sounds ridiculous, but you know, I felt like I'd lost somebody you know, who, who, who uh, I was close to. But, and then I went to sleep, woke up, I just thought, ah, you know, what's going on in the world, you know, with, with the pandemic and there's a lot more important things going on, but it puts things into perspective. You know, it wasn't as doom and gloom as when I first heard. There maybe is a positive slant on it as well. But um, the only thing I do say is on social media, it's quite toxic anyway, but there's a lot of people kicking off, arguing, all I'm going to say is everybody's opinion, everybody's view is valid. However you react to this is how you react to it. So all we've got to do is a club. I know it's a cliche, but we've got to, got to stick together and get through it. You know, if if you have decided to turn turn your back on the club, that's fair enough. You know, if, you, if you're not going to go up again, that, that you know, that's fair play to you, really, if, if you're that passionate about it. But uh, yeah, let's, let's try and be uh, nice to one another. Peace and love. But um, what I do, at this point in in the outro, I always say ways of getting in touch. So I'll I'll do that. Uh, even though I've rushed it all, it's been recording in a few hours. I'll try and keep a bit of normality. So if you want to get in touch, uh, I've got an email address. So it's Albion in Isolation at Outlook.com. I forgot the name of the podcast. Then. Albion in Isolation at Outlook.com. If you want to go and search for us on social media on Twitter. Uh, it is at Albion in ISO uh, and on Facebook is Albion in Isolation. There's a Facebook group. It's a closed group, but I, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let you in. If, if, if you're a baggy, you're all welcome. So, uh, yeah, I'm not going to ramble on much longer. It's been quite, quite long. My head is just completely frazzled, but I've come out of it more positive, actually. I'm very, uh, yeah, I'm much more positive than when going into it, so... I've got someone from it, even if you haven't. But uh, also, the regular listeners know that we finish each episode with a thing called the Lloyd Dyer Choir. And this is where we get a guest to sing a song. Uh, usually stupid, uh, but we've got a uh, singer us out this week. He's going to be a local artist called Tom from West Brom. And he's written a song, uh, I think he wrote for it uh, last, last season, uh, about Slavin Bilic. So I think it's quite poignant to finish with Tom from West Brom singing so look after yourself we've got the villa so if we win all's forgotten but um, yeah yeah. look after yourself stay safe boing boing now I wanted us to
circumstance was giving it that They played good football but the gaffers are twats Gobby Gabby says from a yo-yo club He does Smith's poppers with Grealish in the pub We did it the good way The village way The village way The village way We were toy to town but pissed it away Even though the season ended after May he just took the piss Notorious Pereira I want to give you a kiss Big J Livermore He shoved him away Well Roman saw his mate Yo could have played Chrissy Brunt Yo I won't be missed Some G Lloyd get off that box And look on the transfer list We've got a rock the American bees lost against Bonzi The village way The village way The village way We did it the village way